When I woke up on the ground, I came to the realization that this was it. I was going to die. Cheyenne Caldwell was a Los Angeles firefighter when he fell through a roof and straight into flames. He was sure his life was over. But what happened next changed everything, and that's why he wants to tell everyone. We all walk on a razor's edge, thin line between life and death. We're all going to die one day. The question remains, are you ready? Cheyenne Caldwell shares the story of his brush with death and the impact it's had on his faith in this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. While God used a fire to refine Cheyenne's faith, God also used fire throughout the Bible as a symbol of his presence. And you're going to hear Billy Graham talk more about that a little later in the episode. Jesus, while he lived upon the earth, was the lone possessor of this divine flame. Embodying the fire, the warmth of God, he drew all men to himself. And Jesus wants to draw you closer to himself, too, right now. We can tell you more at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. Now, if you'd rather talk with someone about beginning a relationship with Jesus, call our 24-hour prayer line. The number is 888-388-2683. That's 888-388-2683. We've got that number and the findpeacewithgod.net link in the show notes. GPS. God. People. Stories. Back in 2007, I had everything going for me. I had just been promoted to drive the hook and ladder truck. I was on top of the world. Felt like I was Superman. All of that changed in a matter of seconds. On July 24, 2007, Cheyenne was serving with the Los Angeles Fire Department when a call came to the station where Cheyenne was serving. A commercial building was on fire. Cheyenne was 30 years old and had been fighting fires for five years. On that particular day, his wife was about four hours away in Fresno. Cheyenne raced to the fire, eager to do his job. We arrived on scene. My job as a, as a driver of the hook and ladder truck is to, to get on the roof and ventilate it, open it up with a chainsaw so that the companies coming inside, the fire can actually make their way there without all the smoke and heat upon them. So Cheyenne made his way up to the roof with his chainsaw in his hand. Got to the, to the rear of the building, and I stepped over a division wall, which separated one building from another. And where I, when I stepped through onto the other side was when I fell through the roof. As Cheyenne crashed into the building, a plume of fire erupted from the opening he had just created in the roof. It was a bad fall. Only later would Cheyenne find out it could have been much worse. Had I stepped two steps to the left, I would have hit an upright of a fencing that was inside the building, causing impalement. Had I stepped two steps to the right, I would have fell through straight down to the ground, causing you more damage. But I stepped through right where I stepped through, hitting the side of the fencing, which broke my fall and allowed me to land where I landed. This reminds me of Psalms 37 and 23. It says, The steps of a man are ordered by the Lord. And although he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. So even though the exact spot where Cheyenne fell kept him from dying on the spot, 
he was still pretty sure he was not going to make it out of that building alive. When I woke up on the ground, I came to the realization that this was it. I was going to die. If you can imagine hell on earth, this was it. And when I looked around, all I could see was orange, fire all around me. That's when Cheyenne had a quick conversation with God. God, I'm ready to come home. God, I'm ready to come home. Cheyenne was able to say that in the midst of the flames and the fear and the trauma because he had a sense of peace, a peace about where he was going after he died. That peace was something that came into his life 12 years earlier when he was playing college football. Before that time, Cheyenne had been living his life without God. Selfishness in a nutshell, that's who I was. I lived for myself and my indulgences. When he was just five years old, Cheyenne was exposed to pornography. And in many ways, that set the course for the years that followed. The images he saw stuck with him throughout his childhood. As a teen, he chased after girls, booze, and parties. My dad gave his life to the Lord in the last 10 years of his life. And he tried to share Christ with me while I was hungover after a night of partying. And I would just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheyenne was confident that he was just fine on his own without God. He had been awarded a four-year scholarship to play football at UCLA. More parties, more women. That was his focus. Then he reported to football camp before the start of the fall semester. And there he encountered a Christian group that was holding Bible studies for the students. Cheyenne ended up checking it out. There was a group of uh, eight to ten of us that were there in the group, reviewed some scripture, talked a little bit, prayed a little bit. But at the end, the leader gave the altar call. He, he offered to those in the room listening to his voice if they wanted to receive Christ as their Savior. And it was that day, August 15th, 1995, is when I accepted the Lord into my heart as my Lord and Savior. And from that day forward, everything changed. But fast forward to the day of the fire, and he would tell you that he had grown overconfident. We heard him say earlier he felt like Superman when he got his hook and ladder promotion. But the crash through the roof revealed the truth. He was only human, no Superman, and he couldn't save himself. All he could do was cry out to God. So at that point, I waited. Fire all around me. I waited. I waited for God to take me home. But then the burn started. Felt as if you were to put your hands into an oven and just let them sit there 500 degrees or more. Normally, a normal person would pull them out of the oven and say, well, that's hot. But I had nowhere to go. If you can imagine the first layer of your skin burning off, the second layer, a third layer, down to your tendons. That's exactly what happened to me. Burned my head, second degree to my face. We should also mention that Cheyenne did not have his breathing apparatus on when he fell through the roof. So his face was exposed and breathing was torture. So I created a, a tent with my coat, stayed as close as I could to the ground, and concentrated on lung conservation. Every breath I took was searing, felt my lungs burning, thinking about the damage that was occurring. It was at this point that I had another conversation with God and said, Lord, this dying hurts and doesn't feel good. That's when the miracles started happening on the outside. The rest of Cheyenne's fire company was on the roof trying to figure out what to do. That's when the captain made an unusual decision. He called for a hose to be inserted into the hole in the roof. That was against protocol. Because with a fire that hot, the water would just turn into a huge cloud of steam and scald anyone inside. But nevertheless, something told Cheyenne's captain to do it anyway. He made a great decision, one that he later would share with me that was against all he'd been taught to do, all we have all been taught to do. It's against all of our rules, against all of what we are training to 
put a hose line into the hole that we created, I created. But he later told me that that's what he decided to do. He said he went through his Rolodex of actions, and that was the final decision. He said God told him to do it. He said his motivation was he wanted my family to be able to have an open casket funeral. Wow. Ponder on that. It doesn't get much heavier. The captain was convinced Cheyenne was not going to survive. He simply wanted to stop the fire to prevent his body from being burned. And that stayed with me a long time. His death was imminent. To all of them, all of everybody on scene, death was imminent. And there was people coming from all over the city to this fire. When we have a major incident like this, everybody responds. I talked to a firefighter later, a couple months later. He said that he was right driving to the incident, and he called his wife on his cell phone. He told her to start a prayer chain, start praying. Everybody on duty that day expected a line of duty death. Prayer changed it all. Jesus Christ, who never left my side, changed it all. As the hose sent water gushing through the hole in the roof, a cloud of steam shot up into the air just as expected. But amazingly, some of the water made its way down to Cheyenne. On the floor, surrounded by flames, just in that one spot, God had sent cooling, life-saving rain. When I woke up, the first question I asked was, who brought the water? I later explained to those around me that it was as if God said, that's it. My son's not going to burn anymore. As I described the burn earlier and the, the way it felt, that water actually stopped the burn in its tracks. It was a sense of ease, relief. It was the water that allowed me to live, much like our Savior, Jesus Christ, is our living water. Seven minutes. That's how long Cheyenne was inside the inferno. The water stopped the burning, which bought precious time that allowed his fellow firefighters to get inside, find him, and carry him out. In the midst of that fire... Through all the chaos, my brothers were able to make it inside, and through a series of miracles, were able to rescue me and bring me out alive. Cheyenne spent the next eight days in an induced coma, with his wife by his side. For eight days, she stood by my side, next to my bed, and leave my side. The true test of a, a marriage is a trial like this, a trial by fire. And she tested true. She's an awesome woman. I couldn't have done it without her. I think she's stronger for it, too. The next five weeks were spent in the hospital, and Cheyenne's recovery took many months. He had plenty of time during that period to think about how close he had come to death and how his relationship with Jesus Christ had been the difference between panic and peace. To go through what I went through and not have Christ in my life would be the worst thing that you could encounter. Facing death without Christ is a terror. Knowing what I know now I know too much to go back to the way I was. Knowing what I know now, I have to share what he's, what he's given me, the, the gift that he's given me. When I said I had peace in, in that time, peace during that, that trial, it's true. I wanted to go home and be with the Lord, but he had other plans. And with that, he put, he put this on me to share what he's done for me, that peace that, that surpasses all understanding, to be able to go through a situation like I've gone through and be grateful for it. Cheyenne survived the fire that day. His old Superman ego didn't. There was somebody who died in that fire, and that was the old me, the Cheyenne who thought he was a Superman, that thought he was invincible, the proud, the vain, the man who was on top of the world, ended up on his knees in a position of submission, in a situation where there's no other way out. There's no way, there's no reason why I should be here talking to you. There's no explainable reason. But I feel God loves these situations, and others like it, because there's no other explanation than his hand at work. 
As painful and scary as it was, Cheyenne and his wife both treasured the ordeal they went through because it caused them to go all in for Jesus. Now they can't help but share what God has done for them. We all walk on a razor's edge, thin line between life and death. We're all going to die one day. The question remains, are you ready? The burden is heavy upon me to share this story and to share Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He allows me to know that when I leave this place, I'll be with him and not anywhere else. I truly feel that anywhere, anywhere away from Jesus is hell. Describe it as you will. Anywhere away from him is hell. We're all going to make that decision one day or another. Today, I hope you make the decision to be with him. If Cheyenne Caldwell's story speaks to you and you have reached the decision he did, the decision that gave him peace even when he was burning, we're here to help you. Go to findpeacewithgod.net. Website again, findpeacewithgod.net. It walks you through the steps to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. Address again, findpeacewithgod.net. Not everyone has a story as dramatic as Cheyenne's. But if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, it's important to share your story, whatever it is. Cheyenne has more to say about that in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Fire has ever been the symbol of deity. Billy Graham. It was the flaming sword of the east entrance of the Garden of Eden, which symbolized God's presence. God revealed himself to Moses in the burning bush, which was not consumed. He was manifested to the children of Israel in the fire by night. Fire is a symbol that God has used down through history of his presence, whether in wrath or in mercy. Jesus, while he lived upon the earth, was the lone possessor of this divine flame. Embodying the fire, the warmth of God, he drew all men to himself. In Christ, we see the true picture of the fire of God's love and grace. He is the one that can come in and quiet the inner storms of your life. He is the one that can lift your burdens and solve your problems. He is the one that can give joy and radiance to your life. He is the one that can bring the warmth of the fire of God. He is the only one that can forgive your sins and guaranteed if you died that you'd go straight to heaven. You can learn more about beginning a relationship with Jesus at the website we mentioned earlier. It's findpeacewithgod.com. Net, and you'll find a link in the show notes. Cheyenne Caldwell was a Los Angeles firefighter who had a near-death experience, and he's our guest on this episode of GPS. He says his literal trial by fire brought him closer to God and has led him to share his faith with boldness. Once he gets us to a point where he can mold us and put it and make us into a tool of purpose, we're used. And it's whether or not we want to be used every day, it's, it's up to us. It's a choice we make. To the believer, we need to be hot and hot on fire for him, sharing, sharing the, the, the name of Jesus, sharing what he's done in our life. The testimony that he's given you is not yours. It's for others to hear so that they can come to know Jesus themselves. It's only by hearing. Go out there and share the name of Jesus. One way to tell others about Jesus is to share this very podcast. We'll leave you with a challenge. Share this podcast with at least one other person this week. 
There's also a video version of Cheyenne's story. The link to it is in the show notes. There's an eight-minute video as well as a half-hour video program produced by the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. It's called Heaven, and it features Billy Graham as well as Cheyenne's story. We want to thank Cheyenne for sharing his story. We also want to thank Austin French for the use of some of his music on this episode of GPS. And last but by no means least, we want to thank you for listening. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. GPS, God, People, Stories, is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news.